0: one jim joyce it's wednesday it's here we are man 12 man season 12
1: <laughs> that's right no, we had a no rest season 11 <laughs> we, we got through season 11 so, we we, did. so if we run if we run the numbers now how many lives have we touched now with the shot at digital health Oh, God, you're going to let me actually log <laughs> in. Yeah, Okay. least 20 no, no. a week. <laughs> 20 million.
0: Um, yeah, exactly. co- a couple of things. I actually just saw a post earlier. Um, today, right. apparently, in U.S., at least, it's, it's the National Women Pharmacists Day. So thank you to all oh. the women pharmacists in the front lines. So that's kind of one right. quick thing. Uh, thank we're you, also women pharmacists. Now in October, which means the kickoff of, you know, conference season and all of that. So I'm looking forward to next week's Frontiers. Roberto and great. team uh, uh, putting putting on, a, I'm sure, a great show as always. And Maureen and I are going to do a kind of a dynamic, dual fun thing about health coaching. So that's on day two. I look um, forward to it. And then I'm going to be in Beantown the week after. So, um, okay. You know, Chris and Jason and Kate organizing a virtual first summit. So uh, lots of, actually many of our guests on this show will be there. Like I think uh, Guy is an example and others. So looking forward to it. This was just like a little announcement,
1: you know? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Conferences. And Are you doing health and you're doing...
0: That's later, yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. So I think we uh, we're doing frontiers. So it's right here, local. Um, you know, Bean Town right. the week after, and then health. Uh, right. And then right. You know, we'll see what happens with JPM. Awesome. Cool. Um. So we have an awesome guest. Um. And I'm gonna let her in. She's just, you know, it, it is 7:30 p.m. and I think Irene. Let's see if she can hear us already. Let's see that energy boost. Come on.
2: Three, two, one. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> hey. hey guys, I thought you would catch me either drinking or <laughs> just about co- correcting my sound. It is, there you go. It
0: is the shot of digital health. Uh, Marina and Boom. I already, as we're kind of we're working, you know, 18-hour days, we just, you know, in the evening, gotta have the glass. So cheers uh jim Jim arini you know
1: nice to meet you
2: pleasure to meet you jim
1: so So, he's he's pre-sold you in he's pre-sold you in as the boost of energy that we like to give to our digital health community so (laughs) with that to (laughs) live
2: up to that expectation (laughs) I have to tell you, I'm heavily jet lagged. And I have okay. a one and a half year old who is more jet lagged than me, which means he wakes up every 25 minutes, which means I haven't gotten any sleep for 48 hours. So my energy well, is probably
0: listen. It you know what? Good. We usually Jim and I usually suck the energy on Wednesdays <laughs> no, from our guests, but maybe we'll give some back today. So
1: here, here we, we go. go a little bit.
2: <laughs> I am open. I am open.
1: What's it like that baby jet lag?
2: Yeah. It, I don't know, but it sounds like crying every 20 minutes. I don't okay, know what it right. feels right. like, but right, it does right. sound like a crying every 20 minutes. Calling I, think for mama, had, so. I think I've
1: had baby jet lag before. I think I had it a couple of weeks ago. I <laughs> Did you mean, cry for I, I mama like also? <laughs> Definitely. Totally. Anyways.
0: I mean, before we go way deep into that one. Um... <laughs> Let's step back. So welcome to the shot. You're kicking us off in season 12, by the way, just so you know. You're our first first episode of season 12. Don't worry. We go from season to season, week to week. So, you know. um, I hope I
2: bring luck, guys. What can I say?
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, But for our millions of viewers and listeners, take us through your life story, wherever you want to start, however you want to start. And Jim and I will rudely interrupt as always.
2: That is so easy, right? It's just like take us through your life story. Um, yeah. Where do I start even? So na- I guess yeah. my name, Prop- right? <laughs>
1: yeah, your name, your company. <laughs> Location.
2: Uh, I am, yeah, sure. Amirini, and you find me right now in Berlin. But um, going back to my life story is that I was born in Greece, which is an amazing country to go on holidays and the economy really needs your money. So please consider it for your (laughs) next destination.
0: Oh, Um,
2: And I was right, exactly. (laughs) Uh, And I was born there uh, and I lived there until I was 16 and sort of then got very, very lucky to get a scholarship and go to an international school in Italy. And then from then on, I kind of haven't gone back. So I do always introduce myself as Greek, but I have been sort of living around. started in london and started a career in corporate um so and to be frank in my 20s i i, I never thought i would be an entrepreneur you know <laughs> i'm one of those that uh, right. thought i i need to you know i need to have this corporate ladder climbed up and i need to you know get all these certificates and uh, and have that life and i did that for 10 years and it was great until it was not great um right. And in those 10 years, I worked in an amazing corporate organization in healthcare doing evacuations and repatriations around the world. Um, And yeah, and and, and so looking back at it, I thought it was great because I was working in a very fast-paced environment that was very, you know, a lot of risk, a lot of um, uh, pain and human thoughts involved, a lot of direct feedback which is all about entrepreneurship right so like yeah. of course now looking back I enjoyed it because it was not boring mm. but there came a point when I was um, uh, an expert in Asia where I thought hey this is really not for me I'm too far distanced from action um, and I was kind of Finishing my MBA, and then I decided I'll turn my life around. So what did I do? I got divorced, <laughs> as you do. Okay,
1: okay. <laughs> don't you don't
0: make any. I mean, don't you, make any suggestions <laughs> to our wives. <laughs> They're not listening. They never watch the show anyway, so don't worry, Jim. Um,
2: I'm sure they adore you, and they have never considered that—not even in your worst fights. Uh, but no i mean i mention it because it plays a part into why uh, i started even a company so um i moved back to europe to sort of collect my pieces from that and then decided to be single for some time as you do and in that journey i stopped using the pill and as a woman who had uh, used the pill all throughout her sure. 20s getting divorced being single and not being on the pill and realizing oh, Jesus Christ, there's something happening down there. And actually, there's a time of the month where I'm really horny and I never knew about this and there's no one out there to like help me out. <laughs> uh, was, uh, you know, was a journey. The 20. trigger. Um, it, I, I would call it a trigger. I think this is a great word. I'm going to use it from now on. Like I'll I take got royalties. Off the pill. I'll, take, I'll take royalties. Thank you. No. I'll just say on stage, Eugene, I got off the pill and I realized I have a trigger. And then I'll take a pose and see what people think. <laughs> right, right. Uh, but, I'm, uh, I'm, holding, I'm
1: holding back, Eugene, for the record, I'm holding back like 10 jokes. <laughs> I mean, we're meticulously
0: unproduced, man. So what you see is what you get.
2: But please bring them on. I love joking. So. Um... No, but but joking about it, it's 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 what was happening to me as a person. And then also as a as a woman in her 30s, at the, in her early 30s at that time, I thought like, hey, wh- what's happening here? And why did I know all of this? And what does it mean for me? And then, of course, um, this guy turned up who then ended up fathering my child and now putting him <laughs> to bed, uh, a German guy who was like, so what do we do for contraception?
0: Let's <laughs> figure I, it exactly
2: out. so. Well, listen, at least he asked. At least he asked. I'm sure there's many people that don't. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. Yeah. And yet he asked because, you know, he kind of wanted control. So, you know, how it is. Um, (laughs) And also he didn't have to choose because like contraception basically means I get to bear the consequences, right? Of whatever it is. And I think it was the first time I found myself saying, sure, let's figure it out. But I am not taking hormones anymore kind of done with it but i also don't want a child and and i went to my gynecologist in greece at the time who sort of said like hey who is this guy by the way like i said no oh, it's Wait. this new german guy and this is said um well we can trust him then he's he's from the north so we can use this <laughs> i know this uh a good this is filter. a real truth it's story. a
0: good
2: filter speaking about generalizations <laughs> um So, this sort of said, you know, let's try and use this temperature method, this natural contraception. So, sort of took a paper and drew it out. And, and I was sitting there thinking, you must be joking. Like, I, you know, like, look at me. You know, I have an Apple Watch, I have a Kindle, I have the latest Mac. Like, I'm not going to believe some kind of bullshit like that. Like, this is happy. esoteric and this is just old fashioned. I'm not going to sit there and write. And um, to cut the long story short, I did start trying it. Uh, and actually, my partner, was very supportive um, and granted we lived in different cities so it was also very very safe yeah. <laughs> to try and figure it out because you know the, because back then like I read all the books that were there and there were almost no apps at the time right it was just right. really really early on from digitizing right. it was pen and paper like this old thermometer you put in your mouth that goes beep 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 bee, and then goes crazy in the middle of the night and also goes beep beep bee, for no reason so it's right Old school, um, and that's kind of six or seven months into using this method. I thought, okay, this is great, and it's also bullshit. Like we cannot be having electric cars and flying to the moon, and then the only non-hormonal method is either you pull out, so seventy-seven percent of the times what work, and then right. the rest it won't work, right. or I have to use these thermometers. Like this is bullshit. Like it has to be better. Um, and that's kind of how I started looking into the area of natural contraception. Okay. Um, yeah, that was a very short version. Well, uh, <laughs> right, no,
0: right. that, that's <laughs> that's perfect. So let, let's actually let's let's rewind back because before we get into the the probably more interesting stuff, I actually want to touch on something you said that. And your face, you can even see your face turn like after ten years in corporate. I just stopped enjoying it what was that trigger before the other triggers we talk about
2: <laughs> yeah 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 uh, there were a few turning points i think the first one was really being an expert um, it was an identity crisis for me think about this i was the southern girl in europe working in the north in london so you know my profile was you know the southern girl kind of like building herself up to be successful right. and all of a sudden i was taken and put to asia as the white boss Okay. managing a region right and i was yeah. like what is happening here you know who gave me all this power and for what and right. uh, and what impact does this power have because ultimately yeah i can speak to the top management easier because i speak the language um but the people who have an impact, especially when it comes to a crisis organization, um, are the people that are on the ground, that are culturally sensitive, that they know how to get things done. So right. where are all these inequalities coming from and and how, and what is my role in this, right? Um, I'm careful when I say that because I have a lot of friends who still live the expert lifestyle and, and they're very happy with it. And I think it just felt not right for me. Um, it right. just felt that that's yeah. not who I am. I I wasn't happy in that identity, and I wasn't happy with the power I was given um, and the impact that I was doing. I was making, perhaps. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Uh, so that was, and then, but I I think ten years is a good like like Eugene. How long did you last inside big companies?
0: I mean, com- <laughs> combined, no. Um, well, it's funny six because days. when I when I entered there, apparently there was, you know, I don't know if literally bets, but like, you know, people were saying, like, how long will Eugene actually survive? You know, is it like three months, six months, or whatever? <laughs> like,
2: um, yeah. And when you came to visit us, I was thinking, like, what are you doing in those offices? Why aren't you down here with the startups? Like, I can yeah, figure yeah, yeah. this out. But- the,
0: the good old collaborator. Co- collaborator
1: right I guess. yeah I, I was um, in pharma i was exactly 10 years 10 years mm. in pharma so i you was know, in the tbm yeah. for 10
0: but out of that 10 i also had a startup at the same time i had an awesome boss which we ended up selling right so it, it was tough i mean i'm not gonna lie right but yeah and then right. the bear gig and then in between was sort of my own right? But, right.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. I guess you have a right. There's like a 10-year circularity. That's what you mean, James. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know. You know, just like listening because I was kind of 10. I, I felt like like for me, like it was one of those things where you built up enough expertise and, and in some ways in different ways. You build up enough expertise. You understand what I I was completely clueless for most of those 10 years, but I got to the end of it and I was like, you know, all of a sudden people were um you know, you realize you knew as much as like for me. I was quite young uh, mm-hmm. at that stage, so I was looking at the advice I was getting from top management. And I was like, "Oh, maybe that's not such a good idea." <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I like, <laughs> you. Yeah. 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 I don't know. You know, and, and back and back
0: to that comment of you know, you're given power, it's not necessarily earned. And I'm not saying it was; it was not right. I mean, I'm just right. just general. Like it's it's you yeah. know, the, in in general, I find mediocracy is okay right? um, Kind of in the larger organizations. Uh, and that, again, I mean, there's brilliant, brilliant, driven individuals all around the world and large and small. But I also like right. think about, you know, the rotational component, right? I mean, corporate, you kind of follow a track, you go from one business unit to another to another function. I mean, look, we're all entrepreneurs here, right? Like, how do we hire somebody in here like well there's no hr department we just got to figure this shit out in like two days right like or whatever yeah yeah yeah, you you you, you get that rotation in like a month that you would probably get in three years somewhere in a few years
2: yeah yeah Yeah. i hear you and i agree partly i think for me i still had people who were giving interesting advice also the nature of the work was really fast right um and at the same time uh I had understood, or I wasn't aware, I think fully, but I had understood what I was good at within the organization, which was to be an expert and then to teach other people and to solve problems and basically, you know, this person you can put when there's a crisis and be like, yeah, I'm available, I'll do it, I'm there. which is very entrepreneurial <laughs> looking yeah, back.
1: Totally. But
2: that was not necessarily what was giving me fire to continue and right. to not make everything seem rosy. The reason why I had the guts to then quit was because I met this amazing friend at a wedding as a, totally randomly who told me, "Hey, I'm involved in this a startup, and I'm doing this and that," and I was like, "Oh my god, this sounds so interesting! How can I help?" And yeah. you know, I started doing that on the side, and then I saw that actually, what really I get a kick out is learning continuously, not being the expert in teaching, but actually learning. So right. um, I think that helped. Uh, so when I heard your story, Eugene, you know, having a startup at the same time sort of gives you the comparison, right? right.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, again, and I think you've got to be. Frankly, guys, all in. having.
2: S- yeah, frankly, having a bit of money on the bank account
1: makes it right, easier. Right, right, right. right yeah, because right, no
2: one mentions this, but like, you know, yeah. this is the one 100%. blessing that corporate gives you. Like, 100%. 100%. There's, it's 100%. all about runways, right? Right. Because uh, now it's... I have none. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The hashtag yeah. startup life, right? Um, so, yeah, it's
1: great having some money in the bank. <laughs> speaking
0: of, maybe take us a little bit, right? Because I know, uh, you know, when we met uh, years ago and that collaborator in Berlin, you know, there were, I'll say, slight pivots. I think the overall, you know, picture of what and the vision, what you were trying to do is the same. You know, devices are very hard, um, you know, from manufacturing I mean, you got another device uh, entrepreneur right here. <laughs> devices are very hard it's got embedded software. It's got, you know, usability,
2: diagnostic um,
0: diagnostic component of it. I mean, you're, you're trying to do like a real tough thing. And with, you know, particular diagnostic tests, anyway, unwrap it for us, kind of the trials and tribulations of getting to where you are now, which, yeah, you know.
1: And the name. Yes. Sure. And the name the of the name
2: company. The name is <laughs> Ina and it comes from in a halton, which okay. actually means taking a moment to pause uh, okay. pause and look inside. And it's the reverse of taking a fast pill and kind of like muting everything. Um, so going back at the original part in this search of what can we do to bring actually deep techn- technology into um, female health, yep. what I found in the early months of not thinking of a startup, but looking at the problem areas was really that we need a way to monitor hormones daily and easily not temperature, okay. not an app where you observe your symptoms, all of these are nice, but actually hormones, because hormones is the, is the one thing that changes across a woman's lives. Okay. Um, for getting pregnant, avoiding perimenopause, menopause, the whole thing. So if we wanna create a data set that is meaningful, and by the way, ignored from research for a very long time, <laughs> because we are excluded from research or so we were until recently as women, um, that's what is gonna add value. So. That was the thesis and that's how we started. And it was very clear in the first few months that it was going to be a saliva test because saliva is easier than blood, easier than urine from a user perspective, right? Because I was always focusing on what women will find easier, what would be the, you know, what barriers I need to overcome. So super clear it was going to be saliva, super clear it was going to be hormones and not a byproduct, you know, that needed to be correlated. Um, did some research that hormones in saliva exist. They have already already been correlated with blood, but there was not a diagnostic fast test, kind of like a COVID test, for salivary hormones at the time. Okay. Um, and the first vision was to have a panel of four hormones uh, and a little reader and everything sent to an app with an algorithm, etc. And as you enter the real world, you realize that you need to MVP and an MVP in diagnostic and hardware. <laughs> Means right. mm-hmm. down on hormones, so we started. So it's a, with it's a thermometer.
1: <laughs> it's a thermometer. No,
2: getting <laughs> no, Can you kidding. imagine? <laughs> <laughs> that would be the ultimate, like.
0: Uh, uh, no, well, it, yeah. your your device so, sort of looks like one-ish kind I, of. What?
2: You're ish. gonna make me go. What? I, I just went to the. Okay, no, do it. Br- bring my, it. Thermo- Show it off. My, my device looks? Like- I am gonna stand up and show you that my device does not look like a thermometer. Thank you very much.
0: Awesome. I love wait. it. Let's 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 do it. Let's see it. That we do be. it? Okay. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Jim and I are <laughs>
2: just gonna shoot the shit. You, you, you're, you're gonna, we'll stay. <laughs> you're gonna hear my, my son crying, but hold on.
0: That, That's all good. Yeah, I, th- I think there might be a tr- a trigger there. A trigger.
1: I think that was a trigger. I definitely <laughs> think that was a trigger. <laughs> So it's a, so it's a saliva sample that's measuring a panel of hormones.
0: Yeah. I'm just uh, looking at the.
2: Uh... Now you tell me how this is looking like a thermometer. Oh,
0: wait, what
2: is this then? Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the saliva test. And it's not like a thermometer uh-huh. at all. No, no it's not. I, you know, okay. thank you. Thank you. All right. It's you, kind of right,
1: like, a, did, you. did you have a, did you have the pixie sticks? Remember the pixie sticks?
0: no
1: i, I do. in america yeah. we had the candy we had the candy that was the pixie ah, sticks
2: interesting but it yeah. is a saliva test i don't know if you can say it and it yep. measures progesterone and uh, soon we're going to have cortisol on it and you basically collect and then very very smartly without having to do it like a covid test where you have a buffer and a drop mm-hmm. You clean. Oh, wow and that's how the the sample is extracted and cleaned and then you have a little hardware device can you still see yeah 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 yep. yep. And, it oh, and it's
0: and it's collecting it locally you don't need to send it in you don't need to do anything
2: not at all wow. so it's all done with what we call them you haven't seen me for some years huh? So you didn't no exactly yeah. i had no idea <laughs> amazing and now i see how my son has tested look at all this like finger <laughs> yeah and so that
1: is that is going to your phone or your bluetooth or, or just a white y- yeah,
2: it's got Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, so it goes to your phone. Whether if you're at home and you have connected to Wi-Fi, it goes by Wi-Fi. Right. Um, or if you're in a hotel and you don't want to connect the Wi-Fi because it's not secure, it yep. connects by Bluetooth. And you get a little notification. Now it's telling me, like, hey, it's outside your measuring window because it's like the evening woman. Like, what are you doing? Because
1: right. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's right.
2: Um, and so it sends your data and it builds your hormonal curve. And now it's like, why did you take me out? I don't, I don't get it. Um, And so, um, this is a daily test and it's locally uh, collected and, um, it's, it is, um, you know, a lateral flow test similar to a COVID test for progesterone, but it is so such small changes that you do need an optical reader for the interpretation. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah and so I guess the first pivot was focus on one hormone get this one done figure out because I mean in in this test there was a lot of figuring out I mean Eugene you found us when we're still like we didn't have a working test but there was you know saliva flow figuring out um, collector and delivery because we didn't want to have the user do things so you know this looks very simple and it looks like it should have always been this way but it's not this way anywhere else so until you you invented it you open you know what i'm saying so there was all these things to figure out right plus getting the reader done plus the certification and the app and the algorithm so there was a lot of things um so with you know
1: and so where are you at right now or do we have them in research yet or no we're selling
2: for the last two years we're selling in europe we're selling um austria germany um basically with region, a little bit to the Swiss, but they charge us a lot of import tax, so we don't like to sell to them. Um, okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, but uh, what did happen, though, is that COVID hit us really hard because it was just as we were launching. Okay. And mm-hmm. we had a lot of, like, raw materials stuck in China because we produce in Europe, but we have, you know, some of, some of this material stuck yep, there. Yeah, right it was the first time we're using these factors. We didn't know if it was, anything was gonna happen. Um, right. We didn't wanna sell too much and not be able to. And then one thing that did happen was uh, our contraceptive study. So we had uh, arranged to do a contraceptive study with an organization totally outside um, ours for you know, having, having it studied separately, was postponed and postponed during COVID because yep. it was right. just nothing was yep. up and running. Right so we right. launched as a fertility track so to get pregnant and to understand your cycle. Yep. And our study is still ongoing finishing end of this year so it will only uh, the contraceptive will only launch next year. So that was a big blow to what I wanted to achieve as a founder straight away and also um, you know kind of like what attracts interest from investors right. Uh, right. That was yep. definitely right. yep.
1: And, and how have so you were like, how have you, like, how's the, how's the investment raising environment for you? Are you, you know, cause you've got a lot to build, you've got hardware, you've got research, you know, yeah. and, and, software.
0: and let's face it, a European founder and let's face it, female. And, you know, Maureen and I always talk about this, right? Like we'll be both, you know, talking to investors. She's the health coach. She's the founder and many still look, still look at me. Right. Yeah. So it just, it's, it still happens.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Does it still happen? Does it happen?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Not only from investors, but also from partners, like looking at suppliers and go with your male colleagues and they look at them for sure. Um, Look, I've been in this game for close to six years now. So I definitely have seen a positive change. I have seen that on the investments uh, scene, there is many more women involved They're still in junior positions. Uh, I'm not talking everyone, but the majority is still in junior positions. So they're not decision makers. But what that means is that they pay attention to startup like us, they try the product, they like the product, they advocate for us, and then they get blocked at the decision maker, right? So Mm -hmm. we haven't solved the systemic problem, but there is a shift of change. Um, And ultimately we need more women on partner level at VCs who understand the problem better uh and i think my pre seed it was all like very um a lot of hard work but still uh you know i was also younger a lot more enthusiastic i think covid really
1: uh oh come on covid
2: found me you
1: seem pretty enthusiastic I mean,
2: yeah yeah oh, thank you but i was another level um i still am but no quite frankly i think covid did hit me hard i eh? i it hit me hard because um I was lost, I think for the first time in my life, I was like, what do I do with all these people? Like, do I really let everyone go? And then
0: right.
2: you let everyone go, but they are not just, I don't i do not know, people you can easily replace. These are like scientists. Right. These are like right. designers that have worked in specific projects. Like how do you, you know, these are also your family, right? right. Like they become your family. Like how do you let them go in such an environment? Yeah. Um, And, uh, and of course, uh, you know, the, the conversation was, do we basically not sell and wait until this is gone? So we do the study and then we start selling after it's done. And it was, it was clear for me that the team needed to go to customers. We needed to learn how marketing would work. We needed as a team, we needed that next stage because we had been in research for three years, three years is a long time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. Right
2: for someone who is working for a consumer product because that's why they join okay three years in research and you're going to do a consumer product so it's like okay when it's happening
1: yeah when can i talk to the consumer yeah
2: <laughs> and then i uh on my side i um i was trying to get pregnant and i thought it was going to be a piece of cake and it was not uh, right and 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 that was another blow for me um because it was not, and it was not, and I my hormones were all everywhere, and they were perfect, and it was not right. working, and I was like, "What the hell?" Right. <laughs> so it was, you know, it's it's. Uh, like it's I'm, I'm envisioning,
1: I'm envisioning the presentation of your, you know, when you go to accept all your awards, and you've got like your, you know, you've got like the kind of the ups and downs, like the as Eugenie would say the like the the fucker, fucker. The, the, <laughs> How you yeah. it? Oh, uh,
0: it's like the. Um. Oh yay!
1: And then oh
0: yay! (laughs) Right, but there's many more of the first one than the the second
2: one, right? Right. But I'm. I'm You only remember the hands.
1: I'm picturing your chart, you know, of like your successes as you kind of go up there with your ups and downs, and then you have, and then you overlay your progesterone levels, you know, on top of the chart, you know.
2: You were so spot on, though. Like really seriously, uh, you were spot on. Um, It was very much like that with the ups and downs. But um, so I think you know, COVID really made a, a, a huge impact for me as a person, also as a leader, I believe. Uh, and uh, and that's why the next raise was uh, more, I want to say more thought through. And right that's up. the latest one we did, which was an extension to the series saying, and it was 10 million. And it was really thought through of- Congrats. Uh, thanks. Uh, thank you very much. But it was uh, very much, uh, hey, like I'm, I'm no longer, uh, gonna just do the numbers game of like speaking to too many people and like seeing who gives the best um offer but right. what is it that we truly need because um yeah. we're gonna have the what we had at COVID later uh again and again um and um yeah it was I think look, it was a there- more mature round
0: yeah, I was just going to comment that it, you know, if it's not COVID, it's, you know, again, I don't know where you are, but it's like uh, in today's war with, you know, Ukraine, Russia, right? Like, yes, I, who, yes, who knew yes. that, you know, us startups would need to deal with that also, like so right. COVID, it's that, it's, you know, so if it's not right. one punch, it's another. And that's what makes us, you know, entrepreneurs, right? Whatever doesn't kill right. you makes you stronger. Or that's well, what I keep 12th- myself. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the 12th episode, right? We started just as, because this was, um, this whole podcast was a mental health exercise for Eugene and myself. You know, <laughs> this was <laughs> all, like to get through COVID. It was kind of like as we were locked in our houses and <laughs> locked down. I and we love were just, it. Like, it was just we're, a way to chat both, with someone I mean, every you, week, you, you, know?
0: you know me at least i like the stage right and so and so does jim and so we needed one and you know hence hence here we are 12 seasons later
2: <laughs> so it's an invitation to your living room more than a stage so i really appreciate that yeah yes, it makes exactly. a lot of sense yeah. i mean I okay, so was you... pete yeah go please. ahead sir. no please you go ahead
1: Note. I was just going to ask. So so you got through that. So you had to kind of like readjust and then go back in and do the Series A extension. It sounds like a pretty meaningful one. Um, And so, what's happening now?
2: So now we are expanding in Europe. So focus. We focused a lot this year since we. So we closed the round in February, um, and we've been. Pushing the marketing machine, or we call it the orchestra, actually, because it is really an orchestra of different channels together, uh, which has been working beautifully. And it's really nice to see that, you know, you, you were learning how to convey the message and also, you know, pick up women from where they are. Yep. Um, dealing with a lot of production issues, because as Eugene said, you know, if it's not COVID, it's going to be production issues around the world and prices right. going up and scarcity of raw materials. Right. Right. Um, innovation. So cortisol is another test that we're adding on. And then um, we got a lot of customer feedback about things that they like. and things that they hate. Uh, and one of the things that they hate is that we use plastic uh, and disposable parts. Mm-hmm. And now you guys know about diagnostics, right? Um, and you know that it is really impossible to use anything else because it needs to be medical grade material, right. But, right. Yep. but it's not good enough for consumer tech. And The fact that we use much less than, you know, a, uh, let's say a pregnancy test is not good enough. So we really had to push ourselves for that. So we are working on a version 2.0, which is um, close to 80% less plastic and then only bioplastic. And that's like, try to push it to the edge. Okay. Wow. Um, Interesting yeah really trying to um to minimize this as much as possible uh because i mean we are talking to people who care about it bless you
1: right thank you or or you could just you could put you could put a health beacon in and we could recover the plastic for you that's our product
2: yes and no yeah (laughs) nice nice let's talk actually why not let's talk
1: cheers to that and then
2: go. and then another thing we've done is we partnered uh, through our lead investor of the last round which is a corporate investor which is dsm venturing they introduced us to oh, one yeah. of their children companies if you like um, which is in the u.s and they do um, a specific line of products for, or vitamins for perimenopause. So okay. we collaborated with them and we launched a perimenopausal okay. version of our product in the US under Excellent. a different brand. So it's the e- Phenology in a mini lab um, that just launched this summer uh, in the US.
1: And what do you, what's your take like in the consumer? So So consumer in Europe, and then now consumer in the US, mm. what have you learned?
2: It's so hard. <laughs> Yes, it's so hard. (laughs) It's so hard and it takes time. I think what I've learned is A, it takes time. And I what I can say now that you know the orchestra has started to work uh for some time repeatedly, right? So not one week or a month, but repeatedly. Um, and by work I mean really good cack, uh repeatable channels, right? Yeah. Is -hmm. that uh You really need to have the funds and the patience to stick with it because once you really understand consumer marketing and direct to consumer well, then maybe you can go to B2B2C or to B2B, but trying to do both at once, I mean, maybe other people can do it, but I really don't think it's, uh, yeah. Uh, And I mean, I think people do it because it also crossed my mind as a backup, right. Honestly, like, if you asked me a year and a half ago, I would be like, "Oh my god, this is so hard." And now I see right. that bearing with it a year and a half. Right. Now I can see the fruits of it. Right. Um, okay. Congrats. That's great.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: look, Jim. Uh, right. You, you've, you've gone B two B, and then you have a great partner on the B two C side. Right. Like again, there's always a time right. and a place for it, um, and and and, yeah. and and applying it to the learnings.
2: And again, right, to a direct consumer is stages, right? So if we think of the crossing the chasm, you have the innovators, the early majority, the late majority. And each of these stages needs its own learning. So the fact that right. we are doing well, we're still at the early majority. We haven't even crossed the chasm. There's a whole new learning to happen there. Right. So I'm not, you know, I'm not naive in any way right um, yeah. but i also have to recognize that if i stop here and look back like damn it was hard but it was good that we stuck with it right yeah yeah well, and you
1: also you get this in- intimate relationship with the patients like the feedback that you're getting it's as a result of if you were going through some channel partner you might have missed all that um opportunities to improve the product and lean in on certain aspects right
2: yeah yeah definitely
1: hard but reward it tell
2: you what they don't like
1: <laughs> women <are
0: loud>. yeah
2: <laughs> they'll definitely tell you
0: oh we know we know um so <laughs> On, on that note, because we, I'd love to keep digging in, but we're sort of approaching our kind of magic Seriously? time. I thought it was yeah, like an hour. <laughs> well, we block it off because we want to just kind of stay and have a drink afterwards. But, you know, we realized oh, okay, that actually the shorter the episodes, the more people get through it. So we try to kind of okay. keep it. But with that, uh, unless, I mean, we can keep going. You know, we Tim Tim <laughs> Ferriss does it for two and a half hours, right? Uh, though I never listen
2: to the I full mean... episodes.
0: But, right, um, right. Uh, Jim, why don't we why don't we go to your famous last question?
1: Okay, so picture yourself. Um, you know, you're you're just completing your presentation of you're know, you're accepting your word your award from that Italian university that you went to the International University of School, and they're mm-hmm. and they um, and they're celebrating you as one of their most successful alumni, uh, and you've completely revolutionized how contraception. Uh, works for women. So you're, so you're, 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 and you got your chart and you're showing your progesterone and your, your study and everything else, and everyone's applauding you. But there's one person in the audience and um, it's this dynamic Greek born, you know, emergency <laughs> healthcare, corporately trained <laughs> executive. And she just looks at you and she just goes, you know, I'm going to mispronounce your name, Irini, right? Irini. Right. And, um, yeah. And she looks at you, she goes, oh my gosh. She's like, I have to talk to you. I am about to launch a new device that is gonna take contraception to a whole nother level. When you look at that young version of yourself, and by the way, I'm pregnant. And she says, (laughs) she says, (laughs) and I go, she says, what's your one piece of advice for that young version of yourself?
2: Take that trip, take that holiday, drink that beer take that exercise say yes to that date because everything is going to work out the funding the funding round will happen the product will get done just have trust and just take care of yourself have me time and just just take care of yourself say yes to things yeah
1: love it self-care and saying yes and saying yes Um, love it that's on that note
0: <laughs> on, on that note thank you for making the time even though you're jet lagged and your a half year old is jet lagged always a pleasure always so much energy and to all of our listeners and viewers subscribe pass it on see you next week
2: thank you guys
1: see you next